Last summer, I received a call from a childhood friend. Her husband, Charlie, had died and she requested help moving some of his stuff out of the basement. While sorting through his belongings, we found a bag of old cassette tapes. I have similar tastes in music to her late husband, so she offered to give them to me. Most of them were mixtapes consisting of both famous artists and obscure bands I had never heard of. What intrigued me was a well-worn tape marked Lone Tree One. At first, I thought it was some local country band. I noticed several other Lone Tree tapes as well. I soon found these were no ordinary mixtapes. I asked my friend about Charlie's background. She said he didn't talk about it much, only that he had served in the Army and came from a small town in Northern California called Lone Tree. I did an internet search and could find no record of this town. After listening through the tapes, I found that some of them were severely degraded. I salvaged and restored what audio I could and decided to put what I found up on the internet. Hopefully, someone out there might be able to make sense of this, because I sure can't. Good morning, California! This is Rockin' Ron Jansen, voice of the Cascade Wonderland Highway for Radio KLT 104.4 FM. I'm here to bring you the hits of yesterday, today, and possibly tomorrow. It is a beautiful spring morning out there today, and by the look of things, it'll be more of the same through the rest of the week. Hopefully you'll be able to get out there and enjoy some of that gorgeous weather they are predicting for this weekend. Speaking of this weekend... We have some news that might impact any travel plans you have for the near future. If you have planned to travel Interstate 5 and take Rural Route 64 toward Lone Tree, you may want to give yourself some extra time. The California Department of Transportation has set up several detours around that area. A construction crew discovered what might be a Native American archaeological site. Dr. Saul Samuelson of the UCLA asked the area to be closed off pending further investigation. Dr. Samuelson made the following statement in an interview yesterday. I know a lot of people wonder why we felt it necessary to close off a whole stretch of road. Now, this is standard procedure when studying archaeological sites. We want to keep the area clear of unauthorized personnel who might contaminate the site or steal artifacts. I feel this particular site is exceptionally important because we have very few records of the Native Americans who once lived in this area and have never found one of their settlements. Analysis of the few pottery shards and artifacts we have uncovered so far is puzzling. They do not match up with any known tribes from the area. I showed some pottery shards and a small statue to several local Native American elders, and they said it did not resemble anything from their respective tribes. It is possible we may have found evidence of an unknown tribe, or perhaps one that was not native to this area. Thank you, Dr. Samuelson. We'll keep you updated on the situation as we are able, but sounds like if you're planning on going near Rural Route 64 anytime soon, you may need to look into an alternative route. But let's get back to the music. 
Coming up next by request is Mr. Right by the Feel Goods. You're my Mr. My name is Charlie Greenwald. Normally, I don't do this kind of thing, but for some reason I feel compelled to record my experience. It's three in the morning, and I just had the most unusual dream. The only tape I can find to record this on is one that my younger sister left lying around. By the look of things, she was just recording stuff off of the radio. She probably left it on record, hoping they would play that stupid Mr. Right song that all the girls at school are going gaga over, but I digress. I wanted to record my dream before I forget it. It was strange in both content and how vivid it was. Not only can I recall its events with frightening clarity, but everything felt so real, like I was there. I could feel the wind on my face and even smell the air around me. The dream began with me flying over an unusual landscape. I can't begin to describe it. The sky, the land, everything around me didn't follow the laws of nature. There were colors I had never seen, land formations that seemed to defy gravity, and the sky was full of chaotic, swirling clouds. I came to land in a forest where I heard the sound of a distant drum and some sort of wind instrument. Oddly enough, the sky once again was sunny and looked normal. I followed the sound and came to a village. The buildings resembled something from the Aztec Empire 
or maybe the Mayans or the Incas. I don't know. I'm not very knowledgeable in those kind of things. As I walked around the village, I saw people moving around, though I don't know if I would really call them human. From a distance, they appeared human and were neither exceptionally tall nor short. Upon closer examination, I saw their skin was green, and they were in no way, shape, or form human. Their faces were similar to that of Neanderthals, but more... How shall I put it? Animalistic? They wore strange clothing similar to a tunic, but the left shoulder was visible. Each being had a tattoo on the upper bicep, shoulder blade, and upper chest. Some of the beans had similar tattoos on their front and back, so I assume these were to maybe identify them as members of a certain clan or family? I have no idea what the tattoo on the bicep was for. For some reason, the experience seemed familiar. Like I had this dream before. What was even more unusual was that they didn't seem to notice me. Some of these creatures even made direct eye contact. None of them ever came close enough to me where I would have needed to move or step out of the way. Although I felt uneasy, I walked through the village. With the exception of the fact that I was surrounded by non-human entities, it looked like an illustration from a textbook or a diorama from a museum depicting life in North or South America before European contact. The beans were performing the type of tasks someone from a primitive culture would engage in. I saw men preparing freshly caught fish and gutting a deer. There were women grinding corn into flour. I also saw children playing an unusual game with sticks. A trio of elderly women sang a song in unearthly voices that weren't exactly pleasing, but not quite discomforting. As I explored the village, I marveled at how real it all felt. I could smell the food, feel the smoke from the fires sting my eyes, and could even feel the heat and humidity. A pillar of stone carvings caught my eye. There were several figures appearing to engage in some sort of activity, though I couldn't quite tell what. I assumed the figures represented the beans in the village, though the limbs were out of proportion to that of a normal human. Suddenly, I heard yelling, like two people having an argument. The voices were in English, though, and the next thing I know, I'm back in my bedroom. I realized the yelling was just a couple of drunks having an argument outside of my family's house. It was a relief to be home, though for a while I stared at the ceiling, feeling too weak to move. When I found the strength to get up, I started searching for a tape to record my experience. 
Fortunately, my sister and parents are gone for the weekend. Otherwise, they would have wondered what the heck I was doing. I thought about getting a notebook and pen, but was afraid that I would forget too much in the time it would take for me to write this all down. I'll have to hide this tape from my sister. I can always get her a new tape. At this time, I don't want to risk her recording over it or even hearing what I have to say. Something tells me there is more to this dream than I expect. I will record my experiences as I have them. Charlie Greenwald, out.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> 